Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to part two of episode two of the Higher Ground Society podcast, where I, your host, Gerald Crook, am in conversation with Birmingham hip-hop artist, G.I. Magus. Enjoy. And you know all good things must come to end. Hey, and we're back. It's uh, it's uh, the second part of the show where we're going to talk about the second song uh, of G.I. Magus, who I'm here with, um, performing artists based in Birmingham, Alabama. Before we jump into the second song, though, I did have one question. Um, and we kind of hinted on this earlier. What are some ways you think that music in particular can advance organizing and community development again talking about how you were involved with well vote how do you see music playing a part in 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 that yeah i think you know music is the the landscape um for like you when you whenever you have rallies and you're trying to galvanize people music is always going to be you know needed for those moments and it's going to have to be a soundtrack for movements and there's going to have to be things that help to to energize people in, in in moments uh, and I think music is just going to be um, necessary for that. And so I, I hope to make music that actually be, is, is able to, to be able to play a part in, in that. And whether it's by informing people or inspiring them, um, I want to be an artist that's able to do that. Yeah, I think, I think that's definitely something that you, if, if you don't think that you've gotten there, but I think it's particularly in the song. So I was listening to Versus the World. And I love Spotify because they automatically start putting music, the, the artist uh, radio. And so mm. the song, once Versus the World ended, the song that popped up was Woe. That was completely off my radar. I had no mm. idea that they had done Woe. And I was like, oh, what's yeah. this? You know, it was so, so good. Um, I think that's an example of you actually. That song could easily go on on the, the, the playlist for what we got going on now. Yeah. Social movements and stuff. Um, so yes, I do appreciate your perspective on that. I think you're, you're doing a good job with that for sure. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> uh, so again, the song that getting back to versus the world, the song that I chose, uh, was first time. Mm. Back and forth about intentions. I intended to be honest, but oh my, I guess I failed to mention all this hurt I'm carrying. We all get screwed in life sometimes. Ain't no Virgin Mary. Nothing worse than burying your feelings because you feel no one to listen. Because even in the crowd, you feel alone. I mean, I'm proud you. Not gonna lie, it might have, you know, summoned some thought tears or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, nah, but you know, it, I didn't. It, it definitely um, got my attention because it, I think it's it's really deep. So go ahead and tell me um, what your inspiration behind this one was. 
Um, you know, I, I wanted to do, um, having conversations with my wife about this, like my wife is, is, is always the, the second person to hear any song that I do, right? Like, of course, the first person outside of me writing it is the engineer that's recording it. Um, but like, I, I run concepts by my wife and I'll run the project by her because she just, she, she listens to music with a consumer's ear, right? Like she just, she doesn't listen to it as an artist, uh, even though she, she used to be a songwriter herself uh, by trade. But okay. so she lets me know by playing a song whether or not other people will really like gravitate towards it, right? Okay. She doesn't love this song, let me just say that. Even Whoa. though even though that is her voice singing the lead, the the women the female vocal on there. I had no idea. That is that's my wife singing that. Okay. Um she doesn't like the song because she said it sounds sad. Um, so it's not that she dislikes the song, but she just feels like it's a very somber song. So she's yeah. like, I don't want to listen to stuff that makes me feel sad. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, so anyway, you were asking me kind of what prompted the song. I wanted a song that I felt like had some feminine energy to it. Like it's a very like, it's a very masculine album, right? Like, cause I'm a guy and I can't help it. I have learned masculinity is, is, is who I am, but I wanted some feminine energy on the project. Um, so, uh, but I didn't want to write a, a love song because I felt like that was very cliche. Sure. Um, but I did want to talk about love. Okay. So, um, so I, I just, I started thinking about like experientially, like how did I want to encapsulate the idea of talking to a woman um, in a very real way. And I just started thinking about like, everybody has a first love or everybody has a first time of experiencing sex, right? And so that was really kind of the what birthed the idea of the song itself was just kind of trying to recapture. And again, I told you like, this was me kind of falling back in love with doing music again, cause I was gonna leave it alone. Um, so I was like, I need to, like, why did you start doing this in the first place? Like, and so really that's kind of where that concept began of like trying to recapture that feeling. Um, so yeah, first time. So it's it's a song about both kind of romantic love, yeah, and then but also the love for music and, and, and the grind. Yeah. That's okay, very nice, yeah. And so, um, so maybe this, I, I, I prompted you with two, <laughs> two lines that I wanted to get at. So the first one is, is are, are you ready? Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Go back to how it was before, back when the love was pure. So what is that in particular? Which one of those concepts is that line talking about? It's both of them. It's both, yeah, definitely both. Um, so, you know, if you've ever been in a relationship that lasted, you know, any length of time that exists beyond the initial infatuation that you have in a relationship is you're constantly trying to recapture those those little bubbly tingly feelings that you had right yeah. um and what tends to happen is it's hard to recapture that because you've been through so much stuff right like something has happened that has put some distance between you all something that's happened that has made you see this person in a different way and so not that you love them any less but like in order for you all to like really come back together and reconnect on that level y'all really need to just sit down and say like, are we, do we really want to do this? Like, mm -hmm. like can, or is it even possible to do that? Like mm -hmm. maybe you want to, but is it, is it like, is that a possibility? Like, can we even figure this out again and, and, and recapture that feeling? 
you know, and so I, I really wanted to just kind of speak to that because I think the first verse was really more so about the intimacy of the first time. And the second verse was trying to recapture that intimacy. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that's specifically like it was again, that's it's it's a dual meaning, but like like me talking to myself, like, am I ready? Like this was um, like if you listen to that verse again and you think about that conversation happening in the mirror, that's really more so what it was. It wasn't with, with another person. That was me talking to me. Yeah. Um, you know, are you ready? Are you sure? Like, do you really want to like try to talk myself back into like, do you really want to do this more again? Figure it out, you know. So I can I can get that right off the bat. It's 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 very very reflective song. Mm-hmm. Um, it really like I guess one of those songs I instantly I, I when I listen to an album for the first time I like to go all the way through so I can just get get it and as it's presented to me. Yeah. But that's yeah. definitely a song I went back to and listened to several times and it's very easy to do it because it's just I also think the song is kind of short. It's like what two? Yes, yeah, it's easily the shortest song on there. Yeah. Right, and so that's a, I have a whole playlist of songs that I think are just way too too short, <laughs> and so this is kind of one of those because yeah. um, this is so good. I just want you to keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, but yeah, so that that reflective piece, uh, I think it's like the exact opposite of superficiality, where I think a lot of people probably expect of hip hop, yeah. or they probably just automatically stereotype hip hop to be you know all about just you know, women, money, drugs, blah, 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 which is not people. It's not what hip-hop is about yeah. necessarily. So mark that off. Uh, but um, I think I appreciate it being so transparent and so reflective. And I don't think we see a lot of artists doing that, especially a lot of male artists doing that. <laughs> I, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I feel like the first person that comes to my mind is like Drake. No, <laughs> yeah. Is, like, Right. He's like mainstream, yeah. but I, I do believe that Drake feels the feelings that he talks about. <laughs> yeah. No, de- Drake definitely has a lot of uh, emotionally charged music. Absolutely. So is that something you think that we could stand to use more of, or, the, or are we good you know, how we got it? I think, I, I think music is meant to be experienced, right? And so, like, your experiences vary, right? And, and that's, I, the, that's really one of the main reasons I wanted to write this song, because I don't know that I've heard anybody speak about that experience, um, at least not in hip-hop. Like, I'm sure there are other songs that address um, first love or recapturing love. I'm sure I'm positive of that, right? Like, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, but I, I've never talked about it. I don't hear a lot of guys talk about it, and I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about it because it's real. Like, that's a, a very real mirror conversation that happens um, mm-hmm. of just like, yo, are we really sure we want to do this? You know, like, um, and so, yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it's there's space for it because there are people out there that need to hear those messages and, and know, yeah, I'm not the only one that feels like this or has this type of conversation. Um, so, yes, definitely space to do that more. Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate about it, particularly for Black men. We yeah. talk about, um, you know, the condition of Black folks and uh, why, you know, Black men act this way because of this, da, 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 da. sure. But I think what it comes back down to is Black people in general, but um, since we're two Black men, I definitely want to talk about it. We're not given the space to be yeah. vulnerable like this, or we're not given the space or the encouragement to be reflective objectively like this. Right. Um, without yeah so without it coming with um, some other stigma about like what it means for your masculinity about like it it becomes this weakening of the male whatever absolutely and again i can't i appreciate that so much because i see it so much 
um, you know, like in my immediate surroundings as far as like, you know, growing up with family, friends, oh, you can't do that because you're doing, because oh, you're going to be soft, da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, I just think that this song, I'm not going to call it, it's not a necessarily a poster child for that, but I think it definitely is a gateway to beginning to reflect on yourself. Um, anybody, sure, but for Black men in particular, I think getting back, or asking your question, yourself these questions, I think is definitely um, important. So, um, and so one of the other reasons I, I, <laughs> I asked do this song because I just love love mm. like in all of its facets I love talking about yeah. it and um, one of the things you said stood out to me I feel like it was something that I could have wrote myself mm. I really appreciated it uh, the line um, can we begin again because nowadays it seems as if it's a sin just to love mm-hmm. so where, where are you getting that with that one yeah I think that um, you know again we talk about stigmas in society and I think people have grown out of growing sentiments in societies like that, that love isn't real, love doesn't exist, or, you know, you, it's temporal or it, it, it exists for like, so I think people are shying away from like genuine experiences with other people, mostly for fear of being hurt, right? And so um, when you talk about that in your circles of people, people are like, ah, oh, man, you know, I ain't I don't, with all that you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is, it's just, and that's not just a man thing now. Like there's a lot of women who are just like, I don't really subscribe to the idea that that's real because they can't see themselves loving in that very genuine way. Um, And it almost seems taboo to be like, talk about like you're in love. Cause like, man, you ain't in no love. Like, what are you talking about? Um, Because, because people's idea of what it is to love and be loved has been so like corrupted, I think by, Mm-hmm. sheer humanity right like and that's what I say in the song where it's like you know can we um it's like uh before the insecurities before our intuition um got ruined by our maturity right like before we started like experiencing things on this very mature level and we saw with this wide-eyed ambition and, and very idealistic about our love we felt things differently um and you viewed things differently so like can we fit find our way back to that even like or have we just, we, we're too grown now. We're too grown to, to believe in that idealistic concept. Um, but, but yeah, that's what, that's what the idea of, of is, you know, is it, is it just too taboo now to feel that way? Can we, can we do that yeah. now? Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that because especially um, just in dating and in, in general, but like, like there are some, I guess I'll get autobiographical myself. So I like the idea of being in relationships, right? I, I like being in communion with somebody mm-hmm. in that regard. But my friends are like, oh, you just want to be in a relationship so right. bad, blah, 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 blah. Like, he just, Ugh. I'm like, why is that right. a crime? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, why are we? And and, and so it, and it, I will say it's kind of a little traumatic to be like, oh, well, no, you have to not voice those feelings or you need to seek that kind of stuff out. Which I mean, of course, it's it's you, it, you right. do it healthily, but like you said, I do believe a lot of people. There are people who make you feel like, like you're crazy for wanting to be with another person. It's like, what do you mean? Like, we're meant <laughs> to experience this. Like, there's a reason that this exists. You know, like there, there there is nothing unnatural about loving another person or even desiring to do that. Um, yeah. And, and if you just you get made to feel stupid for for wanting to experience it right like 
Like, what are we doing now? Like, why can't we just be people who, who want to connect with other people in a very real way? More than this superficial high by, you know, every now and then hang out. Like, I just want to have deeper connections with people. Um, and yeah. again, nowadays, it just feels like people just don't, it, it's a very sexual society, right? And so like, everything is about this visceral need to like, connect in that way. I and mean, it's like, there's something like, very, very much beyond that, that I feel like is, um, that's going to last much longer than those feelings ever will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, and that, which, that's definitely uh, the case in romantic relationships, but also I think too, uh, friendships mm -hmm. in general as well. Like I've been talking with some of my friends about this and the, the idea of love bearers and just like, oh yeah, well, I believe some of, he was like, I believe some of my lovers might actually just be some of my really good friends because like, we just have that such a deep connection. It's not even necessarily a sexual thing. We just have such a deep connection that I get, I receive and feel love and give it to this person. And that's a beautiful yeah. thing. And I appreciate that. I'm like, that's very reassuring to hear. You know, like, I'm glad other people are out there, you know, trying to seek that kind of experience. And uh, yeah, so I think first time definitely uh, prompts people to, again, to kind of um, right. examine that and ask those of themselves and see what their if their perspective is yeah. healthy and i think i think first time does, definitely does a good job of suggesting thank you thank you about that for sure um so i guess the only other thing do you, do you want to say anything about the production of this one like um, that is that is once again so, Nikhil pratt production he produced that track as well um so that actually um that was one of those songs that it started out on a completely different project that we were do doing. Um, well, he had given me that beat for another, another project that I was working on that I don't know if we'll ever see the light of day, that project itself. The concept is dope. I ain't gonna talk about it too much, but the concept of the project is really dope. But it, it is a project in which I was going to be singing more because I was like, I just wanna explore whether or not I could do this singing thing, right? And so I'm singing on first time, but like, um, but so, but that's where it, it came from. It came from this other project where it was going to be like an EP where I was singing mostly. Um, but then right. it made its way over onto this project again because I, I wanted something that had a softer feel, a more feminine energy to it. Um, and it just, I, I think it felt really good where we placed it on the project and just everything like sequentially, it felt good. So but yeah, that was another Kill Pratt production. Again, my, my wife singing the, um, the, the, uh, the ladies vocal on that. Um, gone through a lot of iterations on that song as well. Um, of just like, uh, I don't know, man. We 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 started with that song. Um, I wrote that entire song. Like that was that was me from yeah. There's no other lyricist on that on that song but me. Um, and that was the first one that nah, you recorded, or the first one the, the, the first song that I recorded is is. Oddly enough, the last song on the project, which is Playground Legend. Playground <laughs> Legend uh, was the very first song I wrote for this project. Um, and I wrote that song. That's why I dated two years, because Playground Legend was finished two years ago. Um, and it sounds like the oldest song on there. Like we talk about song, like it is the song that is the most pre versus the world GI on this entire project. Um, but, yeah. but it works. Yeah, exactly. That's why I kept it on there. Um, but yeah. but yeah, no, first time was actually one of those, like I've had the track for a long time, but I didn't actually go in and record it and say, yeah, I'm gonna put it on this project to very close to the end. 
I think the songs that ended up being the best ones were the ones that were made closer to the end of the recording process. Um, yeah. The very last song we recorded for this project was Respect. I feel like that's one of the better songs on here. Um, I already, we already talked about Just Begun, uh, First Time. Um, those, I think, were the last three songs that made it onto the project were those three songs. And I think that yeah. those are probably of, you know, it's only a 10 song project, but they, those are in the top half. If you're, if you were ranking songs from best to worst, um, and those mm-hmm. would be in the top five of the project and they're three of the last songs that we did for it, so. Yeah, I think whenever we first started talking about it, I was driving home. This is when I first listened to the album. I was driving home to Baby Net because that's when I can focus on things best is what I'm driving. I have no other responsibilities yeah. but to drive. And I, I texted you, sorry, while I was driving. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, on all these songs um, that you just mentioned were the songs that I like. And you're like, oh yes, those are the ones that, I, you know, I, I enjoyed the most or I, the yeah. people respond to the most. So yeah, again, I just all around phenomenal projects. I cannot wait. I'm glad you, you didn't pull, I, I'm glad you pulled a Jordan. Yeah. You did pull a Jordan. Unretired, yeah. <laughs> you retired. And but you, I'm glad you're keeping you hanging around and 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 making music because we need it. The movement needs it. Um, the world needs it. And so, uh, again, hang tight to the end of the show to hear first time in its entirety. And um, yeah, but before before we we head out, I do have a few more questions I asked. Can I say else? one more thing though? Like you mentioned that you experienced this while driving. Right. And so that was another thing my yeah. wife and I talked about is like when you start thinking about where are people going to be listening to this? This is the perfect record to drive to because it's so like chill. Like it's just like it's a very like chill type of vibe. So if you got a long trip and you like really it's, it's I think it's like a 40, maybe 40 something minute play. If you got an hour long yeah. drive, mm-hmm. this is perfect for that drive. But yeah, that's just kind of where those vibes kind of fit best is cruising. So. Anyway, he's curating experience, people. He's curating. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at being an artist for real and not just a guy that raps. So. Well, yes, that's, that's definitely appreciated because we definitely got some folks out here who just like to put down things. They're like, nah, nah, you got to be careful. So it's yeah. a rap. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a perfect uh, segue into the question I have for you. What do you hope to accomplish with your artistry overall? Like, what do you want wanting people to get out? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I've tried to, over the years, um, attack a lot of different messages that I feel like don't get said enough or aren't heard enough. Um, So I really, especially in the hip hop genre, so I really want to be associated with, um, you know, if you want to label it consciousness or whatever, I want to be a voice for positivity in music, specifically in the hip hop genre. And I want to want people to, when they go back and listen to it, feel like, man, that dude really had something that he was saying. Like he said something like for real, not just saying words, but like he really like substantive um, musical artistry. Um, So that's really what I want to be known for is just always delivering substantive music that stands the test of time. Um, You know, and if I, if I did that, then I feel like I've, I've, I've done my job. Absolutely. Well, you definitely, again, there was some one moment, I think it was on Just Begun, it could have been another song, but I'll never forget. I'm driving down the road, and you said something, and I hollered. Like, I was like, hey, like, that's it. You know, like, so I think, again, uh, kudos to everything you're doing. I think you're doing a, a phenomenal job, and I'm excited to continue to watch you grow. Um, and I guess the last 
official question. Since you are an Alabamian, um, you have been here, it sounds like a lot, a large part of your life. What is your hope for the state, just in general? Like, it doesn't even have to be anything, you know, political, just like, but what is your yeah, hope? I just, for the you know, state? I, I really want to see the state of Alabama um, continue. I think it's on a, I hate to say good trajectory because there's a lot of stuff that we still need to clean up. But I think what my, my sincere hope is that Alabama continues to be embracing of more voices, right? And, and, and actually figure out how to be proud of the voices that they have. Um, and we, we've been too proud of the wrong voices in this state. Let's just say that. And so, you know, inviting more voices to be able to be heard and I think as we start to do that, um, we'll see the kind of change that we need to see in the state that opens our state up to the landscape of beauty that exists there, right? Like just, I think too many people in the state of Alabama, um, specifically black people in the state of Alabama do too much comparative analysis. Like they wanna compare our state to other places and then try to mimic what they see other, like there's just beauty in Alabama. And if we can figure out how to elevate that beauty uh, we'll find something that is that's uniquely Alabama, but also um, attractive to other places. Um, and I just want to see Alabama find its voice a little bit more, uh, anchor down in, in that voice, you know, rejecting some of our historic negative voices and, and find the new beauty that's kind of underneath the surface and continue to elevate that. Um, Absolutely. And, and I think it'll do what it needs to do from that point. For sure. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, particularly about um, the comparative analysis, I am super guilty about that. <laughs> like, I mean, it's natural. It's supernatural. Yeah. Like, certain, like you, you, you want to find models that exist that work in other places. Right. But I think what we miss in the model is not that it, we try to reproduce the result as opposed to reproducing the process, right? Mm -hmm. Like the process to find what worked well in other places is really what we have to find. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily saying, well, what they did was this and then mimic that, mm -hmm. um, you know, you think about things like um, how societies develop, right? So societies naturally develop uh, based upon the natural resource. I'm, I'm about to be way on a tangent, not part of that. Societies naturally develop based upon the natural resources that exist in those places, right? When you talk about what allowed cities to be beacons to the rest of the world, it was because they were a port city, right? Like you have access to a shoreline that allowed you to be a, uh, you know, or in, in it, fed into a riverway that allowed you to feed industries that existed in other places, right? So you control transportation in that way. So that, that cities that existed at ports tend to blossom more mm -hmm. just because people had to go there to be able to do commerce, right? Um, a lot of societies, you know, tend to, to build up next to water because the, those were transportation ways, right? Um, but what that to me says is like the model that exists is find the natural resources that exist in the place and not in an exploitative, you know, uh, colonizer way, mm -hmm. but find a way to use those resources to grow um, your society around those things. And that's really why Birmingham specifically had a huge uh, socioeconomic boom is because we found the thing that people needed, the iron ore that was in the hills, right? And so I think we need to figure out what those untapped resources are for our state and find ways to elevate and not exploit them, but elevate them in a way that brings the collective um, state to a better place. But if we keep trying to figure out ways that we can be the next 
Atlanta be the next Memphis, be the next whatever. Like, okay, that's already been done. Nobody needs to see a duplication yeah. of that, right? Like, we yeah. need to find out what that voice is here and make that substantial. Um, but we have to reject the idea that the only voice that can raise from Alabama is a segregated and bigoted one. Um, yeah. And because there's so much more to this state than that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think one of those natural resources are the, is well, is going to be the people that are here. Right. So if I'm doing my job right with this project, you know, hopefully we can start finding those voices. And, and, yeah. uh, and that's what this is all about, is, is giving folks an, an opportunity to have their voices heard and to, through the Office of the Arts and Humanities. But we can always touch on other stuff through those, right. those topics. So sure. we are, I think we are on the same page <laughs> and I can definitely appreciate that. Um, thank you for sharing and thank you for your hope for, uh, for the state. Um, so I guess the last thing I guess is uh, tell the people where they can find your music and if they let us know if you got any uh, projects or events coming up. Yeah, so GITheArtist.com is the website. GITheArtist on all social media. Um, if you look that up, you will definitely find me. So uh, you can get the music from there. I'm on all streaming platforms as Magus. So G-I-M-A-G-U-S. Um, as far as coming up stuff, I am back in quasi creative mode like it's lyrics ain't been coming as fluidly these days just because i'm holding myself to a much different standard for what i want to produce sure. um so uh but yeah I'm, I'm i'm trying to finish this project that i've been kind of marinating in my mind again for the last couple of years i've had this idea that i think is is starting to take shape so hopefully um that will be coming uh sometime before the end of the year i don't know we'll see um oh, if like i can figure it out <laughs> yeah like i i mean i'm i'm so what what happens with me in these projects is like I'll, I'll have the idea forever and then just it'll be like a floodgate of like boom all right cool and then it'll just start moving really quickly mm -hmm. um so i don't know if it'll actually release before the end of the year but i think it might be completed before the end of this year okay. so then i'll have to figure out how i want to let it get out there to the world um but yeah so i'm, I'm in that process right now we'll see where that goes um and uh, as far as performing, I, uh, I got some tentative things on the calendar, but I will definitely be announcing once those become more concrete. Um, I was not lying when I said my prices are going up if you listen to the song Respect. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking less gigs just because I'm charging more money. Like, and yeah. so like, I, 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 it's just, it, it, again, I don't, once I realized I don't need music to pay the bills, um, I started being way more selective with the opportunities that I accepted because it just, it needed to be, the, it needed to make sense. If I'm gonna be away from my family for whatever period of time, if I'm going to ne neglect other things that I have um, that I could be doing, then it's, it's gotta cost something for you too, because it costs me a lot to be away. So, um, so yeah, um, I just, I don't accept as many gigs anymore. Um, and, you know, I'm not even that big an artist, you know, to be charging what I charge, but I charge what I charge. <laughs> nah, I appreciate that. That's, that's yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, yeah. know who you are. That's something yeah. that came came up, uh, is knowing who you are and what you're worth. Yeah. Definitely important. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be on the lookout for whatever you got coming up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, again, anything else that you want to tell the people before we head out? Nah, I just I appreciate you taking the opportunity to talk with me. Uh, it's always um, good to be able to to sit because yeah, I don't really get to have like a lot of like in-depth conversations about art. People just kind of consume it and then move on to the next thing. So I appreciate it because I feel like there's a lot there that can be talked about. Um, so I appreciate the opportunity for doing it.
Well, actually, now you reminded me, uh, another plug, you have a podcast yourself. I do have a podcast myself, Medium's the Podcast. We are out there on everywhere where you can consume podcasts. Uh, myself, a poet from here in Birmingham, um, Lissa, uh, Lissa Lou. She and I do that podcast. It's centered around arts and artistry as well. Um, ours is more kind of not necessarily talking to artists about their projects, but really kind of delving into the artist process and kind of um, some of the things that help artists to either create or um, find ways to legitimize themselves um, in, in industry ways. So like we have, we talk about all of that on mediums. So mediums as in different mediums of art. So mediums, the podcast, uh, I have that going on as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll be sure to include links to, to these on social media whenever we post the, the show. Uh, but again, GI, I am so thankful for you uh, for being doing this. Um, when I started thinking of the short list of people to do this, you were literally like the second person <laughs> because the first person was a person who, who was brother who did the first episode. He inspired the whole show. Uh, but then I was like, who else? Yeah, because I really dig uh, your music, your work, uh, and your message. So uh, thank you so much. Again, folks, hang tight to hear uh, G.I. Magus's um, two songs, Just Begun and First Time. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Birmingham native Shadice Nicole is a health influencer who began her journey in 2012. After graduating college, she found herself to be full of stress, anxiety, and depression. At that time, she weighed over 350 pounds and felt unhealthy inside and out. She took her health into her own hands and began to change her eating habits and started freaking out. She has successfully transformed herself into a happier, healthier version of herself, and she's 120 pounds lighter. Now, she helps other people transform their lives with their health business, Change of Plans. Change of Plans focuses on natural solutions for weight loss and holistic healing. Shanice creates health programs for her clients while providing meal prep, gluten-free baking, and a line of organic juices that are becoming quite popular in Birmingham. This is a growing business that is based on health and wellness. Shanice seeks to change the lives of many by influencing a healthier lifestyle. She truly believes that food can be medicine. She is living proof that if you change your eating, you can change your life. For more information about Shanice and her products, visit her website, www.changeofplants.co. Hey, listen, thank y'all for listening to the Higher Ground Society podcast. This is G.I. Magus, and this is my song, First Time. You ready? Yep. Back and forth about intentions. I intended to be honest, but oh my, I guess. Failed to mention all this hurt I'm carrying. We all get screwed in life sometimes. Ain't no Virgin Mary. Nothing worse than burying your feelings because you feel no one to listen.
Cause even in the crowd you feel alone I mean I'm proud you feel at home inside these arms of mine But I'm afraid I won't have the strength to hold you half the time The other half feel unworthy of your love To be the one you run to To be the one you trust Man, guess I'm damaged And the pressure of just trying to be the man is hard to manage sometimes But I wanna love Love like it's the first time I know it's hard to hear me start But I really wanna love like it's the first time Love like it's the first time Are you sure? Are you sure? Back to how it was before, back when the love was pure. It's before the insecurities, before our intuitions got ruined by our maturity. Could we love like we've never been hurt? Can we revert? Is that possible? To do something that's not quite so logical, throw caution to the wind. Could we begin again? Because nowadays it feels like it's a sin just to love. first time by G.I. Magus. Once again, I want to thank G.I. for being a part of the second episode or the second conversation of the Higher Ground Society podcast. I hope you all really enjoyed our conversation. I know that I did. Got a lot out of it. Very grateful for him for joining me. I'm also grateful that G.I. allowed for us to use other music from his album versus the world uh, on this podcast episode. Again, the intro music uh, that you heard was Heroes Die from that album. And that's a wrap. Thank you all so much for listening in uh, to the first two episodes. Hopefully you've been listening this whole time. Uh, And before you head out, how about you mosey on over to your uh, podcast platform and subscribe to the Higher Ground Society podcast so that you don't miss next month's episode. Uh, until then, be safe. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Please wear your mask, y'all. We don't have time for this. Wear your mask. Uh, be safe. 
Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll see you soon. Peace.